Welcome, everybody. This is Money, Power, and Influence podcast, episode number 33. I'm here with my guest and co-host, Arash. Uh, we're coming off another amazing week. Last time we had the pre-global SLR uh, meeting over at Vince's at the W. That was awesome. Getting everything ready for this weekend, which we plan for every year. It's a huge conference that brings a lot of the top people in business, lifestyle, seduction, pickup, and it really, you know, I've been fortunate to be a part of a lot of events. I'm doing a lot of trainings now, attending a lot of conventions, but I can stand here and say confidently that Global SLR definitely is one of the best because you're getting masterminds in every category, and it really is epic, man. So I'm excited for this weekend, bro. I've been having fun. Uh, I had that rally like I told you about. I'm just living it up with my car. I'm really enjoying it. Literally strategizing on what's next because now that I got this, I need to make a, another huge ripple in the pond. So I'm having fun uh, planning and strategizing that. What's up with you, brother? I'm ready. I'm ready to uh, ready to come to Los Angeles in two days and uh, demonstrate and teach things that have only been talked about, demonstrated, and taught in in mythology. Man, I'm I'm not joking about this. Uh, I've been telling all my closest friends and students and colleagues and girlfriends what everybody's about to witness is something they can't even imagine. Um, gone through a lot of changes, a lot of powerful changes. Uh, graduated many levels. And uh, everything is just uh, as it should be. And I'm very excited. Like, you know, it's it's been a while since I've been excited about something. But I am really excited to be in Los Angeles uh, to do this event. This event is... Um, it's like to me, it's like a world championship of what we do. So, can't wait to be there. Can't wait to see some old school people. And uh, you know, my very first boot camp in uh, the dating art, dating coaching, date coaching, whatever. My very first boot camp I ever did. The instructor who taught that very first boot camp, his name was uh, Sean, Sean Michaels, and uh, he is going to be there presenting on the same stage as I am, what makes it even more grand is that uh, this is my event that he is guest speaking in. So the last time that he saw me was the first day that I ever started uh, the career that I'm on, which is a dating coach, you could say. And uh, this is the next time we see each other. And it's just so cool to, to be there for that. And I'm also ready to do this podcast. Awesome, man. Love it. Yeah, you know, as I was going, you know, last week and, and a lot of the last couple of days, this word has been really ringing in my head, and it's the word leadership. You know, like I look at you as a very strong and powerful leader. I know in my life everything I've done from, you know, ending my basketball career and even that, leading all the way up to where I'm at now, it's been just a constant refinement and demonstration of leadership and I think that's a great topic because you know the podcast is about making money, having more influence, power, you know, growing in life, being successful and I truly feel that on a micro and macro level you have to demonstrate leadership all the time. And you know, as I was thinking, you know, recently even with my real estate business, you know, there's so many pivotal moments that I realized that me stepping up and and being a true leader is really what keeps everything going forward and really expanding at the level that it is. You know, I think of like the president and everything he deals with and, and all the people who are at the top of their fields, they have to be a very, very powerful leader. And I, I wanted to, to share one or two things and then pass it to you because, uh, you know, I keep 
thinking about this topic all the time, and it's something that I tell people all the time. You have to be a great leader, but it's almost like they don't understand it when I'm saying it. Because now that I've transitioned from being a solo realtor to having my own office and having my own team of employees and agents, you know, I, I've literally had to morph myself into the role. And I learned from other realtors, but I never learned directly from somebody who owned their team. So with me, it was pretty much like trial by fire. I had to learn the ropes kind of on my own, and I was willing to go through it. But, you know, one thing I want to talk about before I pass it to you, Arash, is one thing that I can say for certain that you need as a leader and that I demonstrate is, no matter what happens, I take charge, right? If something catastrophic happens in the business and something's going on, I step up and I take action and I get on it immediately. That's something that I've done in my basketball career, and I think it, maybe it stems from that because I played point guard and I literally had to be the captain of every team that I had. I'll, people could always count on me. Whenever it was crunch time, I'd come through. I always came through in the clutch, and whenever somebody had to step up, before anybody else could even blink, I had already stepped up and taken action and said, okay, pass me the torch. And I do the same thing in all areas of my life, whether it's my relationships, whether it's my business, whether it's my YouTube channel, making a video. Um, I, I could be out at, at a seminar, for example, and they ask for a volunteer or for somebody to do something. I'm the first one to stand up and raise my hand and walk up to the front, even before everybody realizes what's going on. And I'm first one to show up, last one to leave. And I truly feel that that has been one quality that I've uh, created and brought into every area of my life that has really allowed me to come into this role of being a leader and being an effective leader. And I wanted to pass it to you, Arash, now because I know you're a great leader. You demonstrate a lot of good qualities, but maybe if you could narrow it down to maybe two or three for the audience, what would be two or three just nuggets you would give them as far as like leadership for growing and expanding? Uh, myself, I've only found myself in leadership positions. Uh, always, always. And, you know, I do consider myself a great leader, actually, because I am. And I think that I have a different perspective on leadership than, than anybody I've seen because what's been interesting about my position as a leader is that I end up being involved with other leaders. It's very fascinating, like, uh, who I am and what life's, life's journey has been, this life for me, has been I find myself, you know, in whatever field, uh, whether it was, let's say, martial arts, you know, uh, starting with Taekwondo, then Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in both of those areas, or it was entrepreneurship, which is start my own business and go from, you know, uh, Joe broke, whatever, nobody, to somebody who people respect uh, my ideas and how I market and things like that, or uh, in the field of dating, um, from, from nobody to the top of the field. In these different areas, I've um, found myself then with other leaders of, let's say, the martial arts community, of business community, or uh, the dating coach and self-help community. And that's where I look to see how they lead their groups versus how I lead my groups. And I have a lot of strong allies in these areas. And it's been observed more than one occasion that my people, my people, the people that follow me or the people that I lead, always seem to be a cut above every other group. And I'm talking in every field that I just mentioned and more. It's observable by other leaders, other martial arts masters, other pickup masters, other entrepreneurs, that the people that follow me, this, my employees or martial arts students or pickup students or whatever, the people that I lead seem to be more elite than others. And I've, I've watched this, and I know why. I know why, because I watch other people lead, and they're missing a few 
things that I'm definitely not only not missing, but it's my strength. And one of those qualities I'll share right now, because I think if people get it, they'll take their leadership role to a completely different area. Uh, and that is this. As a leader, I look for and recognize the strength and the weakness of the people that I lead. I want to know each person's strength and each person's weakness so that I don't put them in a position of their weakness and I make best use of their strengths. And uh, I, I see this not happening. You know, I see um, people being forced, molded into some position. When people come to work for me in any area of life, I teach them the basics of, of what we do, and then and then I find out what they're passionate about, what they love doing, what they imagine. If they weren't working for me, where would they be? So an example of that is I have a makeup line. I have a very good makeup line. People don't know that about, about that. Yeah, it is a whole business, but I, I'm, you know, I have a strategy. I'm going to release this worldwide. I also have a hair salon. I have a martial arts uh, fight center, and then I have a fitness center, a women's fitness center. Like these, are, what the fuck, right? And then um, I'm in the process of, in the future, having a modeling agency. That's what's going to be happening coming up. And why? Well, because the people that work for me or the people that I lead, this is where their strength is. And I think a powerful leader is one who knows that and also knows the weaknesses of the people, as I have to step in many times and tell, let's say, the manager of a place or the one that's leading and say, oh, hold on, I don't want her doing this, I want her doing this. Or I don't want him doing that, I want him doing that. And they go, oh, I said, just trust me on this. Because I know that the person will fail in there. So as a leader, I want my people to succeed, and I need to know what their strengths and weaknesses are and make the best use of it. I think then that makes your team really powerful. That's awesome, man. I love that. You know, and, and that's something, when you were saying that, I immediately thought about my business and kind of everything I've been doing and putting people in the right place, and you're totally right about that. And I actually spoke about that last night in uh, – in the meeting with, with Vince and some of the other coaches that we had at the pre-Global SLR meetup. And uh, I think that that is a trait that, that leaders have. And here's a question, right? And I'll answer it first and I'll pass it to you. I, I've always been asked by people and sometimes even before I would always run, wonder myself, do we believe that some people are just, no matter what, born to be a follower and some people are born to be a leader? Um, and if I could expand on that topic a little bit before I pass it back to you. Um, you know, I had indicators when I was younger that I knew I would be a figure in whatever it was, whether it was basketball, business, it didn't matter. Like, I had the visions, right? Even when I was playing basketball, within my first year, I could already visualize myself playing professionally in front of crowds, being a leader, being behind the camera, being interviewed. Like, that was already in me before I even had this concept of visualization and self-help and everything. So as I came up the ranks in basketball, and then that came to an end, even when I transitioned and I had moments of just like literally almost depression, I knew in the back of my mind, there was that voice saying, dude, you're good. Like you're going to make it big no matter what. It's just now you're not going to do it in basketball. You're going to do it in something else. And that was always kind of like, maybe you can say like a little pebble in my head. And it was just waiting to be, uh, you know, or like a seed that was waiting to be watered and, and grow. And now I'm in the process of doing it. But uh, I remember uh, even when I would be told by people and doubted and all that stuff when I made this transition into real estate, it was still there. My internal voice, even though I had some you know, neg negative thoughts or whatever it was, that internal voice was always strong. And it said, dude, forget them. Fuck them. You're going to do good. You're going to be a leader. People are going to follow you. You're going to be successful. Like that, That's just what it is. 
So when people ask me that question, I do tell them, I'm like, you know what, the majority is, uh, you know, a bunch of followers. And I truly feel that there are certain individuals who are cut from a separate mold or who are designed genetically to be these leaders because everybody can't be a leader. And I remember when I would answer people like that, it's like, oh, well, you know, everybody's equal and this and that. And I would always laugh. I'm like, how the hell is everybody equal, man? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Then everybody would just run around at, at Apple and everyone's trying to be the CEO. Like, there's some people who are employees, there's some people who follow, and there's some who rise up to the top and are leaders. When a crucial situation happens, like let's look at what's going on with the hurricane and all that. There's a few key individuals who are taking control, taking responsibility, and for everyone else it's pandemonium. They're running around like a chicken with their head cut off and demonstrating qualities that are not the quality of a leader. But those same people will run around and say, oh, no, I'm equal. I'm the same as that guy. I'm a leader too. So. Uh, I'll pass it to you, Arash. Like, what do you think? Do you think people are born to either be a leader or a follower, or do you think it's possible for a follower to turn into a leader? Well, first let me address the second part of that because I have a real answer for this thing here. Um, the only time you will hear somebody saying that we're equal in our abilities, okay, there will be two times when a human being will say this, and everybody needs to look carefully at this because this will solve this fucking riddle for everybody. There's only two times that an individual will say we're all equal in ability. One is when the individual is not as good as others, right? They clearly have not put in the effort. They clearly have not put in the energy the creation, the hard work, the blood, sweat, and tears, and they will say we're all equal. I'll tell you in a second why. And the second time a person might say we're all equal in ability is a person who is being watched, let's say politically, or in some kind of a pressure, peer pressure, where that is the, in quote, proper thing to say, but they don't believe it. So they're being disgenuine in that case. They're either lying to people or they're doing it because they don't want <clears throat> to violate whatever environment they're in. Here's why. Here's why. Who you will never hear say we're all equal in ability is the fucking winner, is the person who actually is at the top because that person knows how much effort and energy they put in to get there. The person who wins never says we're equal. Again, unless the whole world is watching, and let's say you're Mark Zuckerberg or something, and I saw a little speech from his, and I had to turn it off because I almost threw up in my mouth. Couldn't believe he was talking like that. So if a person is trying to be politically correct or disgenuine, and they've succeeded, they might say that. Other than that, the person who has spent countless hours where others were sleeping or resting, you know, has gone through all the barriers that nobody's going to go through. This person is never going to say we're all equal because they know deep in their heart while they were doing that, others were not doing it. So they know that there's no fucking way it would have to do with equality. It would have to do with the goddamn fucking effort and energy put inside something. And so this the whole thing breaks, breaks away and breaks down when people say that. Look, the only time someone's going to say we're all equal is when they're looking up at top and somebody, you know, you got a super fucking ugly tit, right? And she sees all these beautiful women, and she says, well, it's not beauty, beauty doesn't count, we're all equal anyways. Of course she's going to say that. 
Of course she's going to say that. And then eat a bunch of cake and donuts and drink beer and not give a shit about what she looks like. Meanwhile, you got somebody who's working out every day, watching what they're eating, taking care of their body, taking care of their mind, and she doesn't want to be equal to anybody. That's the reason why she's working so hard. That's the reason why I work so hard. The, the worst thing I could be told is that I'm like everybody else. God, are you kidding me? Like, in a society of mediocre average sheep, like, we want we want to be like everybody. Like, that's the cool thing to be is to be fucking normal in a insane, suppressive society. So, no. I mean, and, and do I think that some people are born with it, not born with it? I think it doesn't matter. I think that with the whole question of potential is irrelevant. You know, it's like having four eggs and they, you know, their eggs form a, an eagle. Three of the eggs hatch, one doesn't. One never hatches. And we could sit there all day long saying that that egg had a potential to be an eagle. It's still not a fucking eagle. I don't care how much potential it had. It's still inside the egg, while the other ones turned it to an eagle. So if someone comes out and says, well, we all have potential to be gods, we all have, well, maybe we do, but maybe we do. And you may be 100% right, but it, it's not relevant to living to know that we all have that potential. You know, what if the egg cracks and the fucking baby bird becomes a baby bird, then we see, oh, there's a potential eagle right there. There it is, it's an eagle. But otherwise, the potential is still inside the egg, and as long as the egg doesn't crack and no eagle comes out, then it doesn't make any difference that there's a potential eagle in there because it's never a fucking eagle. You can't say it's an eagle. It's not. It's an egg. It won't fly around. It won't eat. It won't, it won't attack. And people are, well, it's pretty much an eagle because it's got the potential to be eagle. No, it's a fucking egg, okay? And some people are walking around as fucking eggs all around, right? And they're looking at the eagles who hatch and are flying around killing shit, and they're like, well, I have the potential to be just like, we all have the potential to be like that. Okay, well, it doesn't matter if you have the potential. You, you still have an hatch. I talked about that. Love it, man. Love it. Such a great point, dude. And, and, and what the beauty, and, and every time you explain something like that, Arash, is you, you have the ability to really simplify it so anybody can understand it. And I think that is a trait, right, of a leader and somebody who knows how to communicate. And that's something that I always push on people. Uh, you know, I hear it all the time. People make a video or try to explain something, and it's just not going through. I'm like, dude, you have to simplify it or give an example of something that the average person, because you have to understand that the average person listening, I mean, I, I think they took a poll, like, and they said the average intelligence of somebody wa watching or listening your video is like, they're like 10 or 11 years old. It's like fifth or sixth grade intelligence. So you have to speak in a simplified way for people to understand, and that's another thing that I admire about you, brother, is, is you do that. Um, but yeah, I think this is a great spot to end, man. I'm excited for Global SLR. I'm excited to see you. It's going to be an epic weekend. I know we're bouncing from venue to venue. It's going to be high impact. It's going to be great. Uh, do you have any final plugs before we end it? Mm -hmm. I sure do. I'm eating, but I sure do. Um, first and foremost, my daily coaching program is called Diamond Minds, okay? And what you guys do is you pay only 97 bucks a month for now. The price will go up in the future. And you get daily coaching from me about four to five days a week. I'll make a video about some strategy of communication or relationships, the yin and the yang, male-female dynamic, entrepreneurship, things, things that I, I use in my life, right? My mind, diamond mind. So you go to arashzapar, A-R-A-S-H-Z-E-P-A-R.com, and you register for that. And then on the 2nd of October, I have what's to be my most powerful product release so far, which is I release one product a month normally, and it's called Ravi, Playing with the Gods. And this uh, product is named after one of my students, 
who inspired uh, me to do it. And because of that, you know, I have already four lectures in the bag, I think, which is faster than I've ever moved on these things. So, and they're very, very advanced. And it's not just for men. It is, it's for men, women, demons and angels and gods and goddesses. I mean, this is it. So that already the four lectures have completely, completely altered uh, my girlfriends and some of the staff members that I've got to listen to a few of them. And then uh, that's it. And this weekend we'll be in Hollywood, okay? So if you guys don't know, you should know. Global SLR, Global Seduction, Lifestyle and Relationship Event. Brian will be there. I will be there. Many incredible speakers will be there. It's a life-changing event. It's incredible. If you can't make it to Hollywood, then you can always go online and uh, purchase uh, attending online, basically. And also you get the, the video afterwards, okay, of the event. So that's it, man. Pass it to you. Awesome, yeah. So if you guys haven't signed up, recommend gslrconvention.com. Get your ticket, and we will see you guys this weekend. See you on uh, next week, Wednesday, 5.15 Pacific Standard Time. Arash, see you in two days, brother. Later, brother.